0: Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. welcome to voices of the goddess podcast where we empower inspire and uplift women to become the goddesses they are meant to be I am Julieta the magical PT and co-host of this uh, super fun podcast Um, I'm also a physical therapist down here in uh, today's what is cloudy Fort Lauderdale We got
1: right?
0: on here, right? But I'm originally from Wisconsin, a good a good old Midwestern girl. And but I've lived down in Florida for twenty plus years, and um, I'm you know my purpose of being here on the planet is um, to support people in their healing journeys, which I do through physical therapy, through my artwork, and through this podcast, and. Um, and I'm joined here with my
2: amazing partner in crime, Alison. Hello everybody. And my name is Alison Mancini. I'm a holistic nutritionist. And like Julietta, I'm also a Midwest girl at heart from Michigan originally. And But I've also been down here in South Florida for a very long time, uh, 28, almost 29 years. Um, And I am the mom to two amazing adult children, a 24 year old and a 22 year old. And I'll be married for 28 years on Friday, which is only uh, less than 48 hours away for those of you that are in real time right now. Um, And my passion really is helping women stay as well as they possibly can through their nutrition. So it is a lot of experience of my own. My daughter has had health challenges all her life. My son went through some challenges. I personally went through um, some challenges myself and really know the power of good nutrition. And so that is my passion now to share that with other busy moms so that they can make sure that their families and families after them and their legacy that they're learning how to take care of themselves with food. So, Julieta it's been a little stressful this last year and a half, I would say, yes, I mean, you know, it's been, you know, I hate, we, you and I have this conversation all the time. Like this has been a really hard year and a half for a lot of people. And it has been hard for myself. I know for you in some ways too, we've gone through transitions and, and had to kind of go different directions and things, but it's also had a lot of really good things But the hard part I think has been for me personally, and because I have dealt with depression and anxiety since I was probably, when I look back at it, probably since I was in my teens, I really started having problems like major anxiety and panic attacks in college. Um, And then going forward, I suffered postpartum after my children and just on and off with seasons of life have struggled. But I think the isolation factor that we've been dealing with for the last year and a half not to mention I'm an empty nester also recently, newly. Well, it's not been that new, but it feels new. And, you know, just just a change of season of life has really had me struggling lately. And I, I feel like people don't, like I know people talk about mental health, but I don't feel like people talk about like how many people really struggle with mental health and how a struggle it has been for this last year and a half. And I was recently, heard from a relative that social media, especially for a lot of these younger people, has really made it a big struggle and a big hurdle over the last year and a half, even more so than it was before. So I just really, I don't know, not really sure how to work through all that all the time.
0: Well, and I think the important thing is like doing what you're doing right now and sharing, yeah, um, because so many people, I think there still is some some stigma attached to it yeah. and so people want to, you know, hide it from everybody mm-hmm. and you know, because it's you know, it's not the cool thing to share, like, hey, I just got a new car or you know <laughs> Hey, I've got some right? going on. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's so important that the more we share yeah. what we're all going through, so like, people know they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trust me, if you think you're not alone, you're not alone. Yeah. If you think you're alone, you're not alone. <laughs> there's this Italian song, like nobody will know this. on the, the, the few Italians listening, but there's an Italian singer called Giovanotti and he has a song called Fango, which means mud. But the lyrics of the song say that I know that I'm not alone, even when I am alone. So, you know, a lot of us have experienced time where we are physically alone, but, you know, I think it's, and there's so many venues for this um, that, that we can create connection even when we physically can't be together. And, um, you know, if, if more people were just open about, you know, which is why we do this and we share a lot about ourselves here just mm-hmm. for everyone to know that whatever you're going through, you aren't alone. There mm-hmm. are other people going through what you're going through. And if you share this information, people will step up and and help each other and support each other. And, um, you know, what? I feel very fortunate. I don't really suffer with mm-hmm. any kind of um, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I've had some mild depression and mild anxiety in my life, but nothing mm-hmm. that's like, interfered with my, my function as I've seen other people suffer through. And, um, but it is, you know, all of these things are way more common than anyone thinks. And, um, you know,
2: I think the frustrating part of someone that deals with it is you're frustrated that you're like, you see it, you know, it's there and you just want it to stop. Like that for at least for me, that's it. Like, like I can, when I look back over the last couple of months, I've seen this kind of creeping up and and knew it was coming and really the last couple of weeks i was like oh like this is not like every you know and i think that's the frustrating part everything is going so well and things look well but you just can't seem to like get yourself straight but with that said and this is why i'm saying this is one of the lessons that i learned recently and i don't know if it's been my friendship with you or talking with uh, just so many different people now on this podcast and in our interactions is that I literally told you and two of my other good friends, like straight up texted you guys, like I'm really struggling right now. I've been just really down lately. And the response that I have gotten has been incredible. Instead of a year or so ago, I wouldn't have said a word to anybody, not even to my own husband, I would have just kind of kept going and just ignored it and kind of pretended like it wasn't there until it finally worked itself out. So I think lesson learned is that you need to be open about it and share it and, that's kind of part of the reason why I want to come on here like I just have seen so much lately on social media with young people older people everybody is that the anxiety and the depression and the fear is just so great right now and I feel like we just need to be open about it and reach out to someone get support talk to somebody whether it's a professional or a good friend or your spouse or partner or whoever so that's all that's my that's my thing today all right should we bring on our guest because she's sitting there so patiently waiting she's so sweet bring her on all right julie here we go hi julie thank you so much for joining us
1: thank you so much
2: for having me i'm so excited to have you here today so i'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience tell them a little bit about you who you are what you do
1: sure i'm julie biederman anything you'd like to share Sure. I'm Julie Biederman. I, am I am in now rainy, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Um, (laughs) (laughs) originally from New York. Um, so I'm a Northeast gal, but I have been here decades when we'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Um, uh, for about 25 years, I I've been in healthcare my entire career. Um, for about 25 years, I, uh, was the practice administrator to uh, for a medical practice, a group medical practice throughout and Broward counties in South Florida. And through that experience and seeing people, young people, senior citizens coming into our medical practice and crying uh, or despondent because th- they didn't understand how their plan worked, how Medicare worked, how any of this worked. And out of frustration, they would just stand in the middle of the waiting room and cry. Mm -hmm. And it literally broke my heart. And I would try and help as many people as I could while in that practice. But those experiences have directly led me to what I do today, which I am an independent, licensed Health agent specializing in health insurance for individuals and Medicare. Medicare is like my baby. I love mm-hmm. educating mm-hmm. people that are aging into Medicare or mm-hmm. qualify for Medicare through disability. Um, it's extraordinarily confusing, people mm-hmm. make tremendous mistakes. And there are ramifications to the decisions that people make, and they don't even know what they are. Yeah. And that is, it's, it's become my life's mission to not have any client that I ever work with stand in the middle of a doctor's office crying. So that is how I came to do what I do, and I love it, and I'm extraordinarily passionate about it and i think it's awesome because i have the experience
2: my mother moved in with us six years ago she has not lived with us now but she lived with us for about a year and at that time because she was coming from michigan to florida she did not she had medicare but didn't have any supplemental so she was spending a fortune on her prescriptions and stuff like that and we had the pleasure because i did not know julie at the time i was working with The person in San Juanita's chapter, um, she helped us work my mom through that whole process, and I'll never forget when she came over and sat down with my mom and I, and went. I was like, "Oh my! Like this is a lot to. It's a lot of information, and to to decide what is best. So to have someone like you or like the woman that I dealt with to guide the you know older people through that, I think is so key. Because the time my mom was almost, I mean, she was in her late seventies, and and it was very confusing and she didn't really follow a lot of it. And so I appreciate what you do and I love that you're passionate about it because I mean, I feel like in our society, we don't take care of our elderly as well as we should. And
1: yeah. So, I, I completely, know. I, I completely agree. Um, I, I, every time I sit down with people and I work with people from uh, every socioeconomic background, but mm-hmm. Funny thing, when I was working with um, a gentleman who was retiring, who was the president of a bank, he said, I'm typically a pretty smart guy. Mm -hmm. I really understand things. I could dig in and I could figure things out. He said, I have never felt more stupid in my entire life. Um, He's like, now I understand, but before you sat down and broke it all down for me, Mm I didn't know what any of the terminology was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the ramifications of my decisions were. Mm -hmm. So that's what I love about being independent. I'm not married to any insurance company. right? So based on my prior knowledge, working in private practice, I do have some that I do like more than others yeah. for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm able to utilize that knowledge and helping people make the right decision. But at the end of the day, what I tell every client I work with, this is not about me. Yeah. This is 100% about you, your life, mm-hmm. and what you want from your health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, not today, perhaps mm-hmm. not today, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. not even tomorrow but five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when you're no longer in the the same health condition that you currently right. are. Right. Well, I
2: appreciate what you do. That's awesome. Thank you. All right. Are you ready for your first question? I'm ready. I think All right, ready. girl.
1: <laughs> what is your superpower? So it's certainly not like, flying or anything like that, Um, I'm petrified of heights. So that was uh, not going to be it. Um, So I think it's a non-traditional type of a superpower. And really it's two kind of melded into one. Uh, uh, Perseverance Mm -hmm. and resilience, I feel, are my Mm -hmm. superpowers. Mm -hmm. I will just keep marching forward, um, no matter what the, roadblocks are and uh just resilient i have gone through many challenges throughout my life Mm -hmm. and you just get knocked down and you got to stand back up and take the next step Mm -hmm. and so i after thinking about it um those really are the two things that i think truly define me Mm -hmm. yeah no i those are amazing superpowers because (laughs) yeah
2: perseverance is is necessary a lot of the time and not everybody is for sure
1: they're not everyone is that way no and starting my own business at 50 um was certainly challenging uh but i think the passion that i feel about what i do Mm -hmm. helped but then starting with zero clients um and building that into Mm -hmm. an actual business Mm -hmm took both of those uh, superpowers uh, because if you don't have either of those, I would sink pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I wanted to do after breaking free of working for somebody else was have to go back with my head hung and take a job from somebody. So I was quite determined to make this work in -hmm. whatever way I can that's what it was
2: that when you and i talked was that you start you left that part out which is i think really important for our audience to hear is you completely started your own business at the age of 50. Like, because i will tell you a year ago my ex and julietta knows that julietta knows this my excuse a year ago to not go into holistic nutrition was i'm going to be 50. and she was like so what like okay you're gonna be 50 great like do it and i'm like oh my gosh you're right
1: i just need to do this so that's yeah good for you kudos to you for doing that thank you i remember i was driving to work one day and i kept thinking gee i can't wait to retire <laughs> and i was about 48 49 hmm. and I'm like this is an awful way to go through life
2: switching
1: mm-hmm. the next 15, 17 years of my life away. Mm -hmm. And I said, I must make a change. And I went into high gear trying to figure out how to utilize the knowledge that I have into a business. Good for you. So yeah, that's it. Those are my superpowers. (laughs) They're awesome. Thanks.
0: Good for you and good for you, like both of you proud of you for taking that leap at at 50. I mean, I've been doing my career for 30 years, but last year in the middle of pandemic, I decided I just wanted to be a solo practitioner and fired my business partner, fired my staff and went out on my own and you know scary. It, it goes back to that whole comment age is just a number and if you're not loving what you're doing and you know finding passion in it look for something else it's never too
1: late never too late mm-hmm. i look at the rolling stones that are <laughs> dancing around the stage and we're 70s i mean come on <laughs> oh i
2: saw i saw aerosmith perform The November before we went into the pandemic, so that would be 2019, I was at a a charity function that they were performing at and I literally was, I don't know, probably 10 feet, if that, from Steven Tyler. He's like almost 80, I think, 75, 76 at the time, which was like two, three years ago. And I was like, freaking awesome. (laughs) And he performed an entire, set the whole deal i'm like that is awesome and i'm not a huge aerosmith fan but i was like i give kudos to anyone who can I'm do not that sure but it. i think he's had a knee replacement too yes too <laughs> <laughs> but like that's incredible that he can do that so yeah Even Mick Jagger. dancing there you go <laughs> yep gosh i hope i'm still doing i will i have my i have my physical therapist i'll still be doing that right. <laughs> All right, Julie. So question number 2 is a what is a, a book, it could be two if you can't
1: decide, but a book that has most influenced you in your life. So in my younger years, I wasn't much of a reader, I'm sorry to say. Mm-hmm. So as I was getting older, I discovered the joy of fiction and a book that really resonated me. I don't I mean, I'm sure it impacted me in several ways, but what I, the name of the book is called The Red Tent. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody has heard of that book or read that book, but it's um, historical fiction. Mm. So I've it, heard of it. I have never read it. It's biblical characters. It is not a religious book, not even a tiny little bit, um, but it's About, so typically in the Bible, it's all about the men. This book was about while the men were doing the manly things, what were the women doing? Hmm. And the red tent is where they gathered each month. It's where they had, uh, where they gave birth. Um, And it really focuses on the bond and sisterhood of women and I have found this in my personal life that if you have a good uh, group or a pod of women that you can trust count on lean on um, in times of trouble and of course laugh and have a great time with and when things are good um, it really is a light it's very life-changing. And what I loved the bond of the women in this book, even though this was back in like the Old Testament times. So this was quite a while ago. Um, but the women still had the same thoughts that women have today. Uh, they still had jealousy. They still felt love. They still had all of the emotion that. Uh, we experience now. So although this was from a time period so far, so long ago, um, I, it really did resonate with me truly because of the bond of the sisterhood of the women. And they described it as a magical bond between women. And I think it's a great book. I recommend it to Anyone that hasn't read it, um, especially for women, Um, and it's fiction. We don't know if any of this is true, Mm -hmm. but, uh, probably not, but it was, it's a great read. And there are, um, and we've
0: had past guests on as well, who, there are modern day versions of the red tent and there's a lot of women's groups that, you know, call themselves the red tent society or whatever. And it is, you know, about, you know, women honoring women and supporting each other and honoring the sacred feminine and, and the cycles of life. And, um, you know, I think nowadays more than ever, there's this need to connect to to
1: all of that. So. I agree, I have a, an anecdote. Um, a very good friend of mine lost her son. Um, and of course that was devastating. Mm-hmm loss. And this group of women that I'm very close with, we all kind of gathered around her, Mm -hmm. uh, literally, Mm -hmm. uh, and metaphorically gathered around her. And then another friend of ours uh, labeled us the whales. Because in whale pods in the ocean, when they lose the mother whale loses a child or uh, something goes wrong or there's a death or an illness in the whale pod, all the females in the pod gather around the one female that's hurting and that's how they travel until this woman, this whale is able to continue on her own. So we named ourselves the whales, not because we gained a lot of weight, but <laughs> but for the uh for the pod aspect of the friendship that we all have. So you know,
2: elephants do the same thing. Female elephants come elephant sisters. Yeah, same idea, which I think is amazing, you know, that it that it happens in nature and, and you know, with mammals and yeah. I've never read The Red Tap. I have to read it now.
1: It's a really good, it's a quick read.
2: I just keep adding to my list of books. I know, because
1: we need more books on our (laughs) list. I I moved uh, recently, and the last items to be unpacked were my two big boxes of books. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just can't part with them. I I love
2: books. It's I have a I have a problem, but it's okay. It's a bad, it's a good problem to it's have. It's a good problem. Yeah. All right. Question number 3 and this is a question that, you know, we really encourage all of the women we know to make sure that they are practicing this regularly and it is what is your favorite way to take care of you? And we decided we need to change it from calling it self-care to self-love because it's really about loving yourself, but how do you like to incorporate that in your life?
1: There's a couple of different ways, I think, Um, other than just vegging out and laying on the couch, um, that's always fun. Uh, But two different things. Um, Honestly, exercising in any form uh, is something that makes me feel good. Um, Not necessarily because I'm on a diet or anything like that. It just gives me the endorphins that I need and I always feel better. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something small, just movement makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, And then being at the beach. Um, We're fortunate enough to live on a coast Mm -hmm. and close to the beach. Just staring at the vastness of the ocean and listening to the Mm -hmm. waves just does something to my soul that is very healing. Um, During COVID, that was the one activity that I would try to do regularly is just take a chair, just a lawn chair and drag myself to the beach um, and just sit there by myself outdoors, smelling the salt air listening to the ocean. And it, it definitely helped. Even when it was cool out, I would put a sweater on or hot out, I would, you know, a bathing suit on or bring my lunch and just i would sit there for hours um, when i was able to so those are two very different but uh all good so julietta
2: you have to because i can never remember what is it about the water the ocean water no the negative ions there we go you know that's why
0: people are drawn to live near the ocean and um you know it's the same thing as i've a cajillion salt lamps, like in my little office here, I think I have five of them and um, they put off negative ions. My treatment table puts off negative ions, but the ocean massively creates negative ions. So it's it's very healing for, you know, it's like you think about it like, yeah, it feels good to be there, but it physically is actually healing for the body to be there. So it's no wonder that people are drawn to that.
2: I know I need to look at, I have my salt lamp. It's back there, can't, you can't see it. It's in the corner, I don't even have it on. I need to start turning my salt lamp on.
0: Mine, I never turn them off. They are on 24 seven. I know. In my office, in my home, they're always on. Yeah. There's no need to turn them off. All right. They're not sucking that much electricity.
2: No, they're not, You're right. They're a little, it's a little- but It's a little night light bulb, I know. Yes. All right. So question number four, last question. And this was something I apologize. The dog has his toy. Can you hear him? doing that?
1: <laughs> Sorry. I'm a dog person. So Julietta, I'm going to let you uh, take over right now.
0: <laughs> so our last question, and this came out of, we researched, you know, the women that we are hoping to serve here before we created the podcast and the big thing that they all struggle with and want support with is accountability. So how do you create accountability, especially you as a new business owners, a lot of stuff got to happen to make that happen. How do you create
1: the accountability, get stuff done? Well, uh, there's two, di- there's two different sides to this for me. Um, the first side was, um, it was the way I was going to eventually make a living. So if I didn't take action and do uh, the activities that were needed to do, meaning to talk to and get out at the time before COVID um, and meet with as many people as possible, um, I was going to fail. So failure was a big driver for me. And now that I have, thankfully, several hundred clients, um, my, I, I'm quite accountable to those clients, to be there. And I tell every client, make sure you have my number in your phone. And this way, when you have a question or you receive something in the mail that you don't understand, or you're standing in a doctor's office and they're telling you something that doesn't sound quite right, or you get a bill and you're unsure, reach out to me. So I feel that I am very accountable To the clients that I now have, um, not only for financial reasons, but in my mind for moral reasons. You know, these are people that I have committed to taking care of, so to speak. Um, And I am very serious about that, that aspect of my business. And even before. A lot of these people became clients i kept thinking to myself just keep giving information give your knowledge give whatever you have to these people or anybody who needs it because i just think giving and giving and giving will eventually create a return so the accountability is to myself to make a living and to my clients who i've made promises to yeah
2: i feel like it's so you like hit the nail on the head about the giving part like that is such a huge component and i think we're lacking a lot of that from people everybody's about what they want and not what they can give and it's so true and i can probably say this because we're all in bni too (laughs) And BNI's big motto is giver's gain. And that does, you know, but that is honestly, when I first went to a BNI meeting, that was one of the things that resonated so big with me was that they have this giver's gain motto. And not to say that every single member follows it to the T or anything, but it truly is. And Juliet and I talk about it all the time. What you put out into the universe, what you put out there is what you're going to get back. So if you're put, if you, Julie, have been putting out all these good vibes and this good information and truly passionate and wanting to help people, of course, it's gonna come back to you tenfold. So I have a question for you. Oh, I have two questions for you. How long have you been on your own with your own business? And secondly, did you join BNI before or after that? Um, I've been in business
1: for six years. Congratulations. Thank you. And I had heard about BNI. Okay. Um, And I knew it was a pretty powerful way to uh, meet other people that are mm-hmm. in business and network and create relationships, mm-hmm. which really is the key to mm-hmm. having people trust you to, uh, send business to you. Right. Um, so I got my licensed, I got contracted and then I joined a BNI group Awesome. Pretty, pretty quickly. That's awesome. Yeah. Almost immediately. All right. All right. Julietta do you have a takeaway? Um,
0: and my takeaway is, and I talked about this before, and I haven't acted on it, so it's time to act on it. But um, almost all the books I read all the time are nonfiction,
2: oh, so and
0: yeah. it's time to to do some fiction reading because <laughs> there's there's you know it's like yes, I'm always working on myself and trying to improve and you know sometimes you get to just read for enjoyment you know just Mm -hmm. entertainment purposes Mm -hmm. not necessarily to to change anything or grow anything or whatever Mm -hmm. so that's my takeaway i'm gonna get a a fiction book and just enjoy it
2: Yeah, I made the mistake of trying to read a fiction book after I watched the whole series of the show, and that didn't go over very well. I know. I know. I was trying. Uh, Anyways, okay, my takeaway is, so when we first moved to South Florida, being a Michigander, I was super excited to be by the beach. Like, I couldn't wait. So we lived by the beach. We lived in Deerfield Beach, east of Federal. We, We would ride our bikes to the beach. I used to go to the beach all the time. I can't even tell you the last time I was at the beach because now I live out west. Out west in South Florida is very far, according to those easterners. We're all the way in the boonies. I'm 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 west of the Turnpike, which makes me really out west. Um, and my takeaway is, I need to uh, start going to the beach. Like Nick and I could just go over to the beach and have dinner and go for a walk on the beach, like because it feels good. And and I get, I mean, I know the benefit of it, but. You forget how good it really does feel when you're there. I don't want to go to the beach now. It's a little too hot. But once it cools down, I'll go to the beach. Especially
0: now you got got no kids at home that you got to worry
2: about. Early evening is really nice. I know.
1: And it's not that hot. (laughs)
2: And And I remember that from when we lived in Deerfield. I remember we would go have dinner. We would go ride our bikes over the beach. It was great.
1: So I need to do that. All right, Julie, what's your takeaway? So after learning the benefits of the ocean, um, thank you, Julieta, I have salt lamps and now I'm going to make sure that I get more and have them in each room in my house so that even when I'm not at the beach, I can still have the benefit of the beach. So as soon as we are done, I'm going to order more salt lamps and put them in every room in my house because uh, I love them. And now at least I understand what the benefit of them is. So thank you.
2: Yeah, I have them in every room in my house and they're just not turned on. So my motto, as soon as I finish this, I'm going to turn them all on. (laughs) I promise to turn them
1: on when I get them. (laughs) Nice. I love it. All
2: right. You want to wrap us up, Julietta?
0: Sure. Well, first, thank you, Julie, so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you here. And thank you to our audience for listening and everything we talked about. And if you need help with Medicare, Julie's contact information will be in the show notes. And I also invite you to subscribe, like, share, follow. Um, invite your friends to join us and um, and if you're interested in being a guest, visit our website no, VOTGpodcast.com um, you can fill out a form there to um, to reach out to us and uh, get to be a guest on our show, we'd love to have you and I wish everyone a magical day thanks Julie,
1: thank you for having me yeah. it was a
2: pleasure we'll see you, take care
1: Bye-bye. <laughs>